everybody and welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life. And hello, Shalina. Hi, Shirak. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so we're kind of following on from our episode last week uh, with a special guest, Kate Conkerley, mm. uh, from the UK. So um, I think let me start out by kind of touching base with you on like, how, what was your takeaway from the episode? Oh, it was, um, yeah, really interesting to see how other people organize their life and their time management. I use calendar and uh, a to-do list, but, you know, she was like, well, you could do everything on the to-do list. On a, sorry, not on the calendar. So, um, and there was a good point in there. There is certain things that I do on the to-do list that I prefer because I can do lists and stuff, which you can't do as easier as easily uh, in the calendar. So there's little bits and pieces. It's just the way people work. And we're going to talk about that today. But it's, you know, you have to find the best way to help you be more productive. But it was interesting to see, you know, there actually there were a lot of things that I put on the to-do list, which I could just put onto a calendar entry. Um, so, yeah, that was fascinating. Um, it was just good to hear. No, I think it's it's interesting as well. Like we've we've come across like or we've talked about time management on the show in the past, right? We've talked about the GTD method. We've talked about other just getting through with to dos, and you've, we've done I think an episode entirely on managing your to do list. We've done one on things like Evernote and note taking and kind of coordinating and syncing and making all of that work. So we've we've kind of covered these topics on different levels. So yeah. It's always yeah. interesting to have an additional perspective on it. Uh, you mentioned you're using certain things, like I mean, you're, you're, there are certain things in your to-do list that you could have easily put on the calendar, which I think is actually part of the the GTD approach as well, right? So, uh, when it comes to certain things that have a defined time, you should be seeing it on the calendar so that you know that that's something that's due at a certain point in time, or something that you have to act on at a certain point in time. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, so how do you manage your your to-dos versus your? Are you do them in different apps? Do you use one app for both? Like, how does that work for you? I use two apps, but actually, so I used um, TickTick, which then actually syncs to the calendar. So if you do put a time and a date on uh, an entry in TickTick, it will uh, go into the calendar. So it actually, it's a good. It's it's you know you can use it in the same way and everything eventually goes into the calendar. It's just that I can make um, projects, um, which is a GTD thing. And you know you can have the main bit and then you can have subcategories and you know sub subcategories. Um, one thing is like my shopping list, which you know um, I just change a date whenever I'm going out somewhere. So I put that into the cat that goes into the calendar. But on TickTick it has each every and every item that I'm going to buy and then I can tick it off as I buy it while I'm in the more, uh, in the, the supermarket so it's things like that and you know when I'm doing big projects um, you know and and trying to fit everything in it just works better in that way but actually you could do it on GTD and then but you just have to put each and every entry of that subcategory into the calendar uh, which is extra work um sometimes yeah so I, i've had i've had like very very bizarre well not bizarre but like very different kind of luck with, with trying different apps and i've been trying a lot of them over the years uh and i think one of the problems was just this thing right like where uh, i have i have looked into and tried to adopt the gtd philosophy back in the day and so uh, the idea of being like you know you should write everything out into a list yeah. Uh, or a master list, so to speak, um, and then kind of diversify and decide, okay, you know, something you need to take care of right now versus later and so on and kind of work through that that process. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of to-do apps, by the way, that, that do 
claim, whether rightfully so or otherwise, uh, that they um, they follow the GTD philosophy, mm -hmm. so you can kind of fo use them to follow it. Uh, but I think my problem has always been sort of sticking with the app for long enough, right? So yeah. what invariably starts happening is, I mean, I'm, I, I tend to still be a little bit of a right right person, like literally right into a, on a piece of paper. Right. Um, and sometimes when I'm going through like a lot of things that I need to do, um, I'll invariably open up a piece of paper, put all the things down, kind of organize them just visually with a pen, mark things off, and then start following that. And then suddenly my to-do app has been left behind for like a week or two weeks. Suddenly it's so outdated, now it's extra work to get it up to sync, and then I just kind of, you know, let it aside. I've even paid for certain apps, so there's an app called GoodTask, which is actually really nice, I mean, if you're on, if you're on the iPhone. Yeah. Um, so it completely syncs with your reminders and your calendar, so... Um, it, it stays native to the phone, right? So in case you accidentally open up reminders, for example, you still have, you can still see everything and so everything's all synced. Um, and I mean, the subscription wasn't super expensive as well. And that's something I was kind of looking into to say, maybe I should pay for and actually look at a service that maybe charges me for it, but at least, um, you know, gives me the kind of level of service or the, the willingness to want to go back. Um, I've currently now kind of combined uh, my my usage into one app. So I use mm. something called Fantastical, which is a okay. uh, calendar and a to-do list put together. Right. Okay. So they're, they're, they were primarily a, a, a new uh, age calendar app uh, that launched for the iPhone, you know, um, as an alternative to the to the native calendar app. Um, and since then, I've been working very hard and you know, like constantly releasing updates sometimes. I mean, they had like natural language typing much earlier and things like that. So you can type things like, I want to do this at this time and it kind of makes all the calendar entry for you and that kind of thing. Oh, that's clever. But do you have to pay for that one? How much? Yeah, so they, they, they have a free service, of course. So you can mm. actually use the service for free. Uh, but to do some of the things that I want to do, which is um, manage the task list and 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 um, and other features around the calendar, uh, they do. They have started. They've moved to a subscription model now as a way of paying back the developers. And I've kind of looked at it as a way to say, um, you know, these guys are doing really good work. I, I would love to support an independent um, app company that's doing something nice, and mm. and I'm I'm enjoying the app. I mean, I'm actually genuinely using the app as well. Right. Uh, so I have been paying them now for, uh, since they moved to their subscription model. Prior, previously, it used to be you had to pay for the app mm. itself a high rate and then kind of use it. Uh, but then it was kind of limiting their features and, and things like that, and you had to keep paying every year. So um, so yeah, so I've I've been using that now um, as as my kind of go to for everything. Um, and it kind of, like I said, it syncs back with everything which I really like, uh, but it does a lot of things that I think, um, so in terms of using, for example, the to-do with the calendar at the same time, so I can mask something as a task, but it still puts it on the calendar for me. Right, yeah. Um, and then I, in, in, when I'm looking at my calendar, I see everything in one place. So if I have a bunch of to-dos that are not assigned a date, they'll yeah. just keep, it just keeps moving it day by day until I check it off. Yeah, um, and I think so a lot of them yeah. do that. A lot yeah. of the apps do that. I think Tick Tick does that in a way. Um, to do this, Wonderlist, all of them do that um, now. It's just finding one that you're comfortable with, um, with using. But as you said, you use the paper as well. So some people are more comfortable with using paper to do the to-do list. And actually, funnily enough, I have a planner under here, like right here yeah. underneath me on my desk. Right. But I bought a, by accident, I bought a giant planner, which I, I thought I was getting a smaller one. And um, so... That's how, that's how, by the way, that's how we used to plan things, right? Back in the day, like at least like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. Yeah. Before the iPhones and all that, like that's what you had. You had a big, you had big calendars on your desk all the time. I mean, gifting a calendar at the start of the year was like a was a corporate thing to do, right? Like you, yeah. you gifted calendars to people because everybody needed a planner or a calendar or a diary or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So with me, I mean, I for when I'm at my desk 
and I'm doing work and there's like various things I have to do say in the morning I will write them down on this planner so I have it here and I've got my pen and I just start writing things down and then I just tick them off um and it has got tick boxes in it I've just seen like you know so I can tick it off as well so it's you know yes I have tick tick and I could go onto my you know computer and open up tick tick put everything in but it's just easier to quickly write it and tick it off or you know cross it off you know yeah, just exactly. for those little yeah. little yeah, chores yeah. it's not the big things that I'm doing on a you know that have to be put into the calendar or have to be there because I'm going to be traveling around or you know going out and doing something um but some people yeah, which prefer- I think which I, which is a problem I think so the reason why I cannot just stick and do a, a paper thing anymore uh, is is that same reason right like I want it to be accessible from everywhere I mean I don't always take mm-hmm. everything with me all the time and I'm Barring the last few months, I'm fairly mobile. So, uh, you know, there are many times that has happened where I've left my, that I've left the diary behind or I left the, the paper on which I was making that particular project's uh, work behind and then, um, and then I'm kind of a little bit lost. So it's kind of handy to have it in front of you um, at all times. And then, of course, you know, you can't search, you can't copy and paste yeah. and things like that with paper, of course, right? So there's always that downside. Um, and so it's always useful to have tech to kind of help boost you along the way yeah and some people prefer i mean i have a, a good friend and i helped her to get organized with her time management she uses a file of facts and i you know i showed her what to do with digital and how much easier it would be for her life especially for the way she does things you know and she ha- does use a digital calendar but she still wanted to put everything into a file of facts and she felt better about it about writing it down and she could remember things from looking at it by writing, which is what Kate talked about as well, that some people prefer it because of the visual um, view of it. And I'm the same, actually. I have a a photographic uh, memory, um, so I can weirdly remember things. Like when I go to clients' houses, I can remember where I put everything. So if I get a message from them going, do you remember where this went? And I'll go, yes, it was in this corner, blah, blah, blah. And it's the same with paper. So if I've written something down, I will remember it. I will remember that piece of paper for years. Um, but if it's digital, I somehow can't. So no, it's not the same. It's definitely not the same feeling. The retention is definitely different. I mean, I see that myself as well. So when I write something down, I I tend to retain it way, yeah. way better. It's just we don't you know we don't write things down as much anymore, unfortunately. So that's that's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So it was good to know you know to do that. And I mean, for me, you know, I am. You know, I use the calendar app, uh, the the one for Apple. Um, to work on and people have different calendar apps but I weirdly use uh, the Google calendar on my phone just because it okay. <laughs> it's it's a silly reason it, it, it syncs with my Apple mail uh, Apple calendar but it if you put in like say the name of the restaurant or a place that you're going to it'll come up Oh, so it's like the maps integration, basically, that you're yeah. going for. Yeah, so it okay. goes with the Google map, and it has a little picture of the restaurant. So you can look at the restaurant and go, yeah, I'm going to go to that restaurant tonight. So it's it's a little thing. It's silly, but it makes me happy. And at the end of the day, you want to do things that make you happy and make you then, you know, remain organized. Mm, sounds and- like someone we, you know, we refer to sometimes on the show and, and that philosophy suddenly. Because happiness is very close to joy, you know that, right? Oh, it's not joy. <laughs> it makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, no. But, so, by the way, on, on the Apple Calendar as well, uh, do you do have the option for one thing that I really do like, which is travel time, uh, and Fantastical yes. has this integration as well, so you can kind of 
preemptively put in to say it's gonna you know I want to allow for half an hour one hour of time yeah. before the meeting and kind of blocks it out on the calendar for you so you kind of know when to leave um, I know in the case of Google and Google Maps like it kind of you you have that feature I think in some countries where um, you can it'll estimate for you when and, and mark it on your calendar to say hey you need or send you a reminder to say hey you need to leave now if you want to make your destination on time yeah it doesn't here it's unfortunate it might do it in the Europe or in America but it doesn't here it right. just about tells us which restaurant we're going to and how pretty it looks. Uh, but by the, I mean, I mean, you know, Apple and the same. That's the same. I think issue with the Apple Maps thing as well, right? So Apple Maps isn't prevalent here yet. No. Uh, so, so a lot of times I notice when I'm trying to put in the destination, like it, sometimes it finds it, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so it does do the picture, but it's all provided it finds the location. So that's yeah, that's here, a bit of a trick there, yeah. Yeah, here we. I, I mean, I still use Google Maps. I won't use Apple Maps because I've I've had so many issues with it in the past. No, we don't. We don't. But it's not. It's not open here, right? So they don't have directions uh, here and those things here yet. Yeah, so oh, that's why. So I you have works. to use Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but there's different calendars. I mean, if you've got if you're a Microsoft user, if you're a PC user, then there's the the Microsoft calendar as well. Um, and I think they all now have similar features. So. It's whichever much, one you're yeah. comfortable with. Um, and, you know, it, it make it easy for yourself. So I color code all the entries. So I have um, for anything for home is purple, for anything for work is green, anything um, anything else. Like I think um, Tick Tick is blue. So I'm practically the color of this top right now. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, you know, so there's if you do a different color, it just helps because visually – as soon as you switch on your calendar and you look at today's entry, you can see how many things are purple, how many things are green, how many things yeah, are Yeah, what's work versus what's like personal time or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Um, and, 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 it, and, and it's nice to see, you know, especially in the evening when it's purple and I'm like, oh, I'm going out, you know, or so there's those kind of things, you know, once again, it makes you happy, brings me joy. Um, so there's things to do and, and, yeah. and, you know, for people, you know, talking to, uh, you know, we've talked to Sarah, we've talked to Leslie before about AD, ADHD. They also prefer color because that's what visually comes up for their clients. And it, it works for anybody. It, you know, it just makes it, you know, less monotonous to look at when you look at your calendar if you have it in different colors. So, it, you know, that's a good trick to do uh, for everyone. Um, from, a, from a productivity point of view, uh what I do like also is like with the Apple, at least on the Apple calendar side, I haven't used Google Calendar now in many years, uh, is actually like there are a lot of times where it'll prompt me to be like, hey, should I activate do not disturb until your meeting's over kind of thing, which is really which is really handy sometimes, right? So you'll forget to do that and then obviously get distracted by the phone. Um, and especially with what, I, with what I do, which is a lot of recording. Yeah. Um, it's kind of nice that it'll kind of prompt me during the day as I'm entering things or as I'm walking into meetings, like just five minutes beforehand to be like, all right, well, you know, if you're ready for me, I can, you know, activate do not disturb, which is nice. Oh, um, how do you do that? I don't have that. I didn't yeah, even so know that existed. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that offline separately with instructions. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can do that. So it's, it's a way of just, um, yeah, it's, it's essentially, a, it's a Siri feature, but uh, you just have to tell Siri to be like, yeah, I, w I want your suggestions. And oh. then when it does, it, it kind of just gives you a thing. So it's like a one tap from your lock screen and it just activates Do Not Disturb until the meeting's over and then automatically switches it off, which is quite handy. Learn something new every day. We do indeed. That's what and the show is all about. And this is why you're the digital experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, just on a side note, like uh, one of the reasons why I kind of – I still have to use this feature fully, but uh, one of the reasons why I looked at Fantastical is because it allows a level of automation for scheduling. 
So mm. if I'm trying to schedule something with like four different people um, and I don't want to be like doing this back and forth, I can actually put in, uh, you know, my available slots and send it out. And then uh, the people who are doing it can kind of negotiate like off of a web page and figure out like where the availability is and kind of oh, book the meeting good. and stuff. Which yeah. is which is kind of where I looked at doing doing some of that. So that was kind of one of the reasons why I uh, I said okay, I'm going to kind of invest in this and see if doing it and looking for like a heavily featured one kind of makes my life a little bit better. So so far, I've been like like I said, I've been very happy with uh, with it, and I haven't lost any of my native integrations of just using the Apple Calendar, which was the point of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, but that, there are definitely a couple of features that I still need to explore. So that's good then, because then. Because there is getting to that point in our businesses where we have to start thinking about whether we're going to get uh, a PA, a virtual PA, or, you know, and if there is a way, especially now in this economic climate, to save money and to, you know, save employing people or, uh, you know, um, what's the word, um, engaging people to work with us that's a good thing. So if you've got that, then you don't need a, a virtual PA to try and organize a calendar, um, you know, you know, like your calendar for you because you can do it with Fantastico, right? Correct. So with uh, there is there is another app which is very popular, by the way, it's called Calendly, right? Uh, most people use yes. that to, to mm. schedule things. Uh, but uh, and, I, and I did, by the way, for, for a while, that's what I was doing. So I had my calendar separate and then I had this separate and then everything was syncing kind of in the background. Um, you know, it's just one more thing to manage, which was a bit of a pain. Uh, it's another subscription as well, by the way. So I, I was paying them. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I wanted to use them properly, I have to pay them because I. One of the things is like you have to be able. I want to sync my personal and my professional calendars to know when mm. I'm when I'm. I was just gonna say there are times when during the day I'm 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 attending to something that's personal, um, and I want that block to to exist on the calendar. Uh, and you know, so Calendly only allows you to sync to one calendar if you're. Yeah, if you're using the free service, that kind of thing. So there, there, you know, there's only one kind of meeting you can do. So there are some yeah. limitations. So initially, that's what I was using to to have people schedule with me. But then, um, you know, as time passed, like I said, I was like, if I have to upgrade the service, I might as well look at something that maybe works a little bit better for me in terms of integrating everything together. Uh, so this is perhaps not as fully featured as Cal Calendly, but then it does a lot of other things for me, and then also gives me an option to say I can automate at least a part of that process. Uh, mm -hmm. which makes my life easier. Yeah. yeah, I found I use Calendly um, and I, I paid for the subscription for one year um, and it just hasn't worked as well as I would like it to work for my business. But, you know, other people have found it a, a great way to organize their business, especially SMEs. Um, it, yeah, I think it's I think it's it's perfect for if you're trying, if you're someone that, you know, needs to sit in front of people and get to talk to them and do a lot of meetings. Um, it's a great way of kind of just managing your calendar and kind of offloading that that job. So I think it's it's absolutely great. Yeah. Um, I think it's the, the case is different when like, so for example, for me is I'm trying to book recordings through it and meetings. Or in yeah. your case, it's the same, right? You're doing meetings as well as you're trying to book uh, sessions with clients, right? Like yep. when you when you exactly. need to go to them and stuff. So I think when it's it's slightly more complicated, uh, then without a subscription, it's very difficult to make Calendly work for you that way. Uh, but then also, it's it's not the easiest thing to to use. No, it's not. And uh, even if you ha did pay a subscription and it had all the features, you st it was still quite cumbersome to use for uh you know for me yeah it's, it's for that style of yeah that style yeah. of requirements yeah. yeah it's only good for meetings so and uh, you know it also once again it comes back to what works for you so you know a good thing to do is if you 
um, you know, do want to use these time management apps, use simple things like the calendars or to-do lists. You know, calendar is a good way to start and to get used to using the calendar on a day-to-day -day basis. But then if you want to use other apps, see the reviews, see what people have said who have got similar, you know, in the same industry or similar industry to you. So you can see if it works for you or talk to people in the same industry as you and see what they use and see what their recommendations are. So if you belong to an association, they can advise what they use with regards to apps. And that's for anything, you know, like whether it's an accounting app, it's a, you know, calendar app, anything that you use for your, your business or your day-to-day -day life, you can find out from other people in similar situations what they use. So even in mums groups, you know, if you're a mum and you're trying to balance your life, you know, work-life balance or just you know, just trying to sort your life out. You could go to mom groups and say, what do you guys use to make sure that you're um, organized and can manage your time and do everything in a, you know, in a day? Um, so make the most of the resources out there and the people and groups out there that are in same situations as you to help you to get the right app and to get the right system in place for yourself. Yeah, so good. that sounds good. Um, so I think that's all we have for you this week. We kind of wanted to talk a little bit about sort of our reflections of the episode from last week and also kind of what we're using and how we're kind of organizing our lives. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, if you want to talk to Shalina a bit more about time management, if you want to have a chat with her about kind of how you can manage um, not just your time, but also, of course, your clutter better, mm -hmm. um, you can do that by reaching out to her uh, at Declutter Me. So that's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E. Um, on all of social media and theclutterme.com um, as well. 